0: Welcome back to Panglossian Productions Presents the Best of All Possible podcasts. I am your host, wait for it, Robert Weathers. Was Was that a hiss? Yes. An actual hiss.
1: Oh man, I am moving
0: up in the world. So, uh, welcome to you, the listener, uh, to another episode of the Best of All Possible podcasts. We here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced, the underproduced, and we also have a heart for 10-minute plays. And every so often, our company will produce evenings of 10-minute plays, and in doing so, we have asked for submissions over the years. And what we have come to discover is that we have literally hundreds of 10-minute plays. And you know what, y'all? Some of them stink to high heaven. <laughs> but many of them are very good and deserve a reading. And while we could not possibly ever produce all of the plays that we want to produce, we think that many of them at least deserve a cold reading. And so our podcast here is... Uh, is is. Designed to give a cold reading to these plays, and then afterwards we'll have a nice, light hearted but theatrically minded discussion about about the play. Every week we have a special guest, somebody who has something to promote here in the area, and this week our special guest is none other than Ms. Holly Rice. Welcome, Holly! Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here
2: tonight.
0: That is the peppiest response that we've had so far. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you now. I'm tangentially excited. Juxtaposed. Is that a word? Yes. Yes, I am juxtaposed to your excitement. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I had no idea what I was walking into, but this is really cool.
0: That's that's awesome. So you uh, you are a student in the area. Uh, Have you been uh, Have you been performing your
2: entire life? I have. I actually grew up in a very arts family, Um, so that's been. My grandparents are from New York, and so I fell into theater at a really young age. I think I was six when I did my first little summer camp, and then I kind of never stopped. So
0: let me ask you this. Uh, I, I ask you this with a purpose. Do you remember the first line you ever said on stage?
2: I don't, but I know it was probably one of those cheesy, like, kindergarten plays about states or something, <laughs> something like that,
0: you know? <laughs> I, uh, I remember the first line I ever said on stage, and it wasn't in this play, but since you said something about cheesy kindergarten plays about states, when I was in fifth grade, I was in a play called Let George Do It, it was about George Washington, and I played none other than King George Third. <laughs> And I I can't help but remember my uh, my awesome third grade or fifth grade British British accent that I was using marching around the stage. Uh, Are you uh, so? Are you you come from a theatrical family? Are you uh, are you looking to move into the business after you graduate?
2: Yeah. So I'm actually an arts administration major, and I have a focus in arts marketing. So I'm doing a lot of um, studying about the new ways to uh, market the arts so i've been working at williamsburg players this summer and i'm doing all of their graphic design and promotional materials for their uh 61st season and i started doing some youtube promotional videos for next to normal and so i uh, have a concentration in social media so i took over their instagram page And kind of like boosted that up as well. Oh, that's awesome. Great. But I want to perform always like (laughs) uh, uh, adjacent to that. Like I always want to be performing and like working in the arts as well. That's
0: great. Well, welcome. Welcome here to the podcast. The play that we're going to be reading here tonight is a play called Baby Data by Ron Pullens. Uh, joining us here this uh, this evening are two other uh, two other actors. Uh, um, first of all, let me introduce Michael Empson, who's right here to my left. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. And uh, the first line that I ever
3: spoke on stage in college mm-hmm. was, Yonder, sir, he walks.
0: Ooh. Oh, that's really that's fancy. It's the
3: only line I had in that play, too. What play was <laughs> that? That
0: was... <laughs> that was the Merchant of Venice. Ah, there we go. Awesome. And also joining us is Joe G- Joseph, or Joe,
1: Ziarco. Welcome, Joe. Uh, I'm clapping for myself to make it sound like there are more people here. Uh, <laughs> my first line in college, I didn't have any. I was uh, just a butler for a show. I think, you know, like, they're here, sir, was about it. So, I don't know if, if, if anyone was going to ask me that. but no, since Mike we, we, actually
0: we actually were planning on just moving on, but alright.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, welcome gentlemen, uh, welcome gentlemen to the podcast as well. So, tonight everyone, we are going to be reading once again Baby Dada. Uh, I would like to assign the roles now. So, Mike... Will you please read the role of baby? Yes, I will! <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, I'm so excited. I can
0: see him swelling with excitement here. Uh, Joe, will you please read the role of father? It's the only time I'll be a father. And, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> is your girlfriend in?
1: It and Holly, is.
0: Holly, uh, will you please read the role of mother? Please, God, should read should the role I? of mother. Uh, I will read the stage directions. So, ladies and gentlemen, Baby Dada by Ron Pullins. Mother sips a martini. Baby is in his crib. Father enters home from work, takes off his coat, approaches Baby. Hi,
1: Baby. Dada's home. You, fuck off. There. He he said it. Did you hear? Dada. Dada, did you hear it? Baby's first words. Dada, he said. Dada. You love your Dada, don't you, Baby?
2: He's eight months old. Eight months old! they're eight months old. I know. I sit here all day and watch him burp and shit. He never says anything. You want to hear Dada, so you hear Dada.
1: Say it again, baby. Say it so mommy hears. Dada. Dada.
2: He could say, fuck off, old man, and you'd hear, I love you, Dada. (laughs) You and your son make me sick.
0: Mother goes to the closet, gets a hat and coat, and dresses in mid-century retro. A large hat with a large brim. Gloves.
1: Good baby. His first words, Dada. Baby loves Dada, doesn't baby.
2: I'm leaving you. I'm leaving both of you. I'm going away.
1: No, no, don't go.
3: Dada, did you hear it? Hiss off, old man. Don't leave me with him. Did you hear it? He said it again. He said it, Dada. I said piss off. I'm begging you, I'm begging you, take me along. We'll, we'll go somewhere together, somewhere, and be alone, you and I, babe. I, I, I want you always, just you and me. We'll talk about things, tell secrets. I promise, no more shitting my pants. I'll learn to walk,
2: no more
1: carrying me around. Whatever you want, I'll do it.
2: I'm going to the store to get cigarettes.
1: Uh, bring me a good cigar. I'll
3: stay with baby. I want a gun. Bring me a gun. No, no, juicy. Food. No, and
2: uh,
1: no, no, take me with you.
2: I'm never coming back.
1: No! No, 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 no no, no, no,. He's looking at you. A baby wants his gooby. Baby wants his gooby's breast, doesn't, baby.
2: I have a name and it's not Gooby.
0: Father rolls up his sleeves, sighs and snaps open the newspaper. Butt out. What's between me and the lady is between me and the
3: lady. Take me. We'll go to a movie. Anything you want. Chick-click, fine. Romance, You got it Hey. Something in black and white. I just don't leave me with him. After the movie, we'll go somewhere. Quiet. Have a drink. You and I. Talk about love. Have a few laughs. I'll be good. No crying. No more spitting up. baby's
1: drooling. You watch the baby's mouth. Dada loves his baby, does Dada?
2: Feed him if you want. What do I care? But the more he eats, the more he shits. I see it all day. Every stinking day.
1: We'll be here when Gooby comes back, won't we, Baby? Daddy'll read Baby a story. Baby wants daddy to read him his book doesn't, Baby. Not that fucking book. Not red fish, blue
3: fish. How many times can you read the same thing? Read the Bible, or a cookbook, or the phone book, but not... This one has a little car. This one has a little star. Say what a lot of fish there are.
2: (laughs)
1: Baby's eating the book isn't baby. Get the camera, Gooby. Baby is eating the book.
2: <laughs> and I'm not Gooby. I'm around a baby all day. Then you come home and you act like the baby, too. You talk like him, you both make me sick. I'm going to the cleaners to pick up some shirts. I don't w- know when I'll be back.
3: Yeah, let's go, sweetheart. I want a cigarette, too. When we get some Paul Malls, I'll pack my diapers, business casual, loafers, blazer, a nice evening out, you and I. What's playing at the Actors Studio? Ionesco?
1: Jess Butterworth? Sarah Rule? It's a good day to be home. Our oh, pretty little house. A pretty little evening. A pretty little family. Daddy. Baby. Gooby. Martini. Oh no. I don't have a martini. Gooby! I want a martini too. Two olives and the good gin. Dry. Very dry. Drop of vermouth. Stir. Don't shake. And then... Baby grows up. Baby can have a martini with his dad, can't he? Mother makes martinis for her and father.
2: He's a strange baby. I don't like him.
1: Like a great martini, baby is a perfect blend of us. My little olive afloat and your sea of gin. Okay, babe, a weekend at Niagara.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Our own room overlooking the falls, dancing in the parking lot. I got money saved. Break open the piggy bank. Let's spend the college fund. All yours to get me away from here. The, the cigarette thing, perfect. We go for cigarettes and keep on
1: going. You're all stuffed with my red pimento.
2: He's <laughs> looking at me like he knows what I'm thinking, the little shit.
1: Mother sits on the edge of her
0: chair, her gloves in hands, sipping her martini.
2: He lays thrashing about all day doing biology, thinking something, something we don't know. I don't want to know. We must do something.
1: You make a beautiful martini, gooby, dry, yes. A desert mar- dry martini. A Bryce Cannon wind sculpted dry martini, cold as Mount Washington on Christmas, with an olive as I like it.
2: I fix it like I fix it. You can drink it like you want.
1: I was thinking on my way home from work today how I should thank you for letting my seed take root in your body.
2: I've thought about how I should kill him.
1: Baby shakes his crib. Baby wants out, doesn't Baby. Baby wants to come to Dada. Don't touch me! I want to go with her.
3: Sweetheart, let's blow this joint before
0: this guy grabs me. He's going to pick me up. Don't let him kiss me! Baby shakes his crib, the gate falls
1: open, Baby crawls out and makes for the door. Follow me, doll face! Let's blow this pop (laughs) sand! Dada's here, little baby. Say Dada. And Dada will pick you up and snuggle you and make you giggle and baby will like that won't baby.
2: He's an ugly baby, isn't he? At work I thought about,
1: I thought how baby needs a name. I think he's Andrew. When I was young I had a doll named Andy, Raggedy Andy. And it would be nice to be reminded of him. Not Andrew, there's a friggin' prince named Andrew.
2: (laughs) I call him Pig.
1: On my way to work this morning, I remembered the dog I had named Andrew. Wouldn't it be lovely, Gooby, if baby was named Andrew or Andy? Here, Andy, here. Call me Andy one more time. I'll shit my pants. His
2: name (laughs) is Pig. We must kill Pig.
1: I was thinking while I was in bed this morning, what a miracle it was that my sperm has given birth to little Andrew. I know he'll grow up to be a king or a mongol with fabulous wealth, women pawing his body. Baby will be good to Dada and give him money and pretty women when he grows up, won't baby?
2: He stinks. We should burn him, him and his diapers, tonight in the yard when it's dark. Help me.
1: Now you've made baby cry. Gooby's made baby have an accident, hasn't she, baby?
2: It's never an accident. He shits because he wants to. Enough of this
3: nonsense, doll face. Let's lose this guy.
2: Scram,
0: out of here. Go to New York City. Bright lights, big city.
2: He is your little pig.
0: Mother wears her hat, holds her purse, etc., but doesn't exit. She sips her martini.
1: Don't leave me here with him, goddammit! Aren't things just perfect? But I was wondering today on my break at work, are things too perfect? Because then all that can happen is things fall apart. Well, then I say hell to that, to hell with tomorrow. Today is where is what there is. We should revel in what moments we have. Nothing is forever except forever. And Piggy and his Dada and Gooby until we die. Baby looks at mother. You're not going, are you?
0: You're not taking me away. Nothing's
1: gonna change, is it? You're staying here, with him. Say dada. Say dada. Baby loves his dada, doesn't he? Father picks up baby. Okay. Okay. I suppose. Dada doesn't care if piggy smells. Does Dada? Father embraces the baby. Dada then. Dada.
0: Lights down. End of play. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah! That's not what I was expecting.
0: <laughs> so uh, as I uh, as I have said before, we like the weird. And so there's plenty of this in here. Now, um, I, I, wanna, I wanna shoot a question uh, real quick. So what we're gonna do now before, uh, before we do that is, uh, um, we're gonna have our uh, brief discussion on uh, about the play here. So uh, I wanna start with Mike. Mike, <laughs> so I wrote on page three, I wrote Baby Bounce. I wonder, uh, what I wonder about is, uh, how do you as the person who read this and also somebody with, uh, with directing experience, How do you envision baby? What does he look like? And I'm really interested in how he moves. How does your baby move?
3: How does my. All I could think of this entire time was was it Mary Melodies or one of those older cartoons? There was like a baby that would smoke cigars. Baby Herman. Baby Herman, thank you.
1: Well, and then uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, that that
3: was all I could think of was Baby Herman. So um, I don't know. As soon as I thought of that, I literally um, I, I kept. Jumping back and forth between um, Anna, someone that was just dressed as an adult in like a zoot suit or something and a Grown ass man in a diaper. That's—I <laughs> have
1: to admit, my—the <laughs> whole um, time we were doing this, I was thinking of you in nothing but a giant oh, diaper. God, I'm so
0: sorry for
3: you. <laughs> yeah. To, to,
1: to be fair, he was doing that before. But <laughs> well, now he had a reason to, right? <laughs> and just like one sprig of hair at the top of your head, uh, with a bow tied to it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, most most definitely. Uh, so
0: here here's a question. Uh, Mother, how much of what baby says do you actually hear? It seems like that, that you understand him better than, than Dada does.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'd say, like, 50-50. I feel like I, like, feel what he's meaning instead of, like, hearing the words, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's doing things on purpose and, like, I don't know. I feel like I feel his energy more than, like, hearing the words.
0: I feel like I feel like Father uh, Joe has this uh, sort of Lois Griffin slap to Stewie. Uh, to Stewie Griffin. I kept
2: thinking about that the entire time. Yeah. With uh-huh. Stewie Griffin. That's just what I thought.
0: Yeah, where, where in Stewie is very uh, is very blatant about what uh, his intentions are, but uh, Lois only hears him some of the time. She understands him what he means some of the time. Otherwise, she interprets it as him being
1: fussy or whiny or shitting his pants, right? I, I really, um, of course, that went through my mind, but also looking through this, he's just so oblivious to everything. He doesn't hear what his wife's saying. He doesn't hear what mother is saying to him throughout this. So the fact that he is deaf to what baby is saying, um, I think is less of a, a commentary on baby's interactions with the world and just really how out of it uh, father is, how, how out of touch he is with everything, which is where a lot of the humor is.
2: Yeah, I think the comedy really lies in the fact that no one's hearing each other at all.
1: Yeah. it's everyone's I, kind yeah. of on a
2: different wavelength the entire time and no one's listening to each other and I think that that has potential especially like if it would ever be staged to be really funny that no one's listening to each other or hearing each other at all
0: so jo- Joe uh, over over here has a lot of lighting experience actually and, I, and now, <laughs> since you say that I wonder Joe like how, how could you how could you uh make that more poignant with with the with lights uh, I think uh, how me, would you I guess yeah turn them on <laughs> no uh hold on hold on let's hold a couple of seconds of dead air for that.
1: and go Thank all right you. um <laughs> i i really like uh, what i was thinking with lighting in this is when you start to have especially once we see it is supposed to be kind of that i love lucy era uh perfect 50s family setup when you come in to have it feel like a very theatrical uh, 1950s, 60s era sitcom lighting. You know, come on, lights come up, but maybe even just a, a tight light on on Daddy's home kind of thing, and mm-hmm. and as you expand, because the absurdity of this this uh, scene grows as you proceed. Sure. And. In that way, I'd also love if at first we don't see that Baby is a grown man. If, if it is staged in such a way, whether it's lighting, whether it's it's uh, how you're on the stage itself, that there is a great, real good reveal to that. Um. So so I I was gonna ask this
0: question, but you're alluding to it already. So, so you think, what do you think about the Baby's crib? Cause he shakes the crib, he has to jump around in the crib. Is it a normal size crib? Is it a Baby's crib?
1: Uh, no, I think like the diaper, and and if there is a pacifier, it has to be a giant pacifier. Big safety <laughs> it, it, pin on the front of the giant diaper. Already. Safety <laughs> pin again <laughs> with that absurdity. Uh, and and I think you can even. Um, block it in a way where you only see one part of the crib and once baby starts moving the crib around you really see the ridiculousness it of would, it
2: it would give baby a lot of funny moments if it almost resembled like a jail cell because I feel like the baby feels really trapped and so if it looked like prison bars that could lead to a lot of really funny funny jokes <laughs> it,
1: it, and, and again more imagery of, of baby having things that look very adult but still being very baby I was trying to think if there's a, a Rattle that looks like a cigarette that he could have, or a pacifier that would just be a, a great way of kind of hitting home that that difference. What about
0: what about stage position in this? Because there's so, as, as as has been noted, uh, and is is very clear. Nobody's listening to each other. Nothing. Nobody's uh, reacting to what's really happening from any of the other characters on stage. Are they looking at each other? Uh, I think I get the I get the sense that father is sort of. Uh, looking downstage most of the time, or if he's not, then Mother is, and almost like a film noir kind of uh, uh, kind of light shining on her for much of it. But any, Anything uh, strike your mind about that, Mike? Oh, I think that uh, looking
3: at it from the baby's perspective, he's back and forth between them the entire time. Um, you know, telling Dada to fuck off and then saying, Mom, take me with you. I think he's, he's the only one that's really connected to the other people on stage the other two are just happen to be existing in the same space
2: Hmm. yeah what
0: what do you think about that Holly
2: yeah it almost is kind of like a tug-of-war if the baby's in the center because then it can like shift the focus really easy and Mm -hmm. kind of have that parallel of like the dad in his own world the mom in her own world and the baby kind of caught in the middle
1: I also think it would be a lot of fun to see some things like baby take a swing at daddy Data and and we mm-hmm. he misses it. I'm, I'm now you're really getting to the right <laughs> <out there. laughs> yeah. or or something, but but really kind of play up some of the the um, interaction between those two and really fit, physicalize that that tension that anger. Awesome, great.
0: Well, we want to make sure that we thank everybody for uh, for reading and uh, discussing here on the panel with us today. Want to make sure we give special thanks to Holly Rice for joining us. Here. Yeah you've got some stuff coming up where can we find you
2: yeah i'm um, coming up in september i'm going to be playing sally brown in williamsburg players production of your good man charlie brown uh we open on september 7th and run for three weekends um, i believe it's a thursday friday and two on saturday great yeah.
0: that's it uh williamsburg players that's the james york playhouse yes right? the james
2: york playhouse yep that's right
0: excellent and so uh i think that um one of the things that people sometimes run into with Uh, With your good man, Charlie Brown is that people tend to think that this is just a kid's show But
2: yeah, it's we really want to make sure that the message gets across that the peanuts has so much depth to it That people all ages and all generations will really get something out of it The kids will get the laughs, but the parents will really get the jokes and they'll really just feel that we're going very classic peanuts, which I really enjoy and uh, we've been researching, reading a lot of strips, and there's just a lot of heart and a lot of depth and a lot of life lessons. And so we just really think a lot of uh, people, all ages, especially adults, will get a lot out of it.
0: Awesome. Well, we sure appreciate you coming out here uh, and being our special yeah, guest thank tonight. Thank you so, much. This was thank so, much, you so fun. much. Thank you to Joe and to Mike. Uh, we mine. want to make certain that we give thanks to Lauren Watkins, our sound tech. And of course, thanks to Ron Pullins for his awesome work, baby data. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you can get all of our new all our new podcasts as they come out. And we'll see you next time on the best of all possible podcasts. Bye everybody. Uh, yeah.